Have you ever really thought about how much the government isn't telling you? How many things does the government know that you have no idea about? Why would they feel the need to hide it? Is it really that worth hiding? I'm here to tell you that it is. My name is Henry Erickson, but you can call me Hal, and I work for a government organization known as the SOSS, or the Society of Supernatural Safety. We work to ensure that supernaturals living in the States can stay safe alongside the humans. We, the agents, are each assigned 20 supernaturals to take care of and check in on frequently. We make sure that vamps feed off of consenting and healthy individuals, ghosts feel more welcomed and seen in their communities, and demons learn how to function in everyday society. Of the 20 supernaturals that I work with, only three agreed to be put on this recording. Even though I'm only making this for my family in case something happens to me, there's always a possibility that something will happen to these recordings and that they will somehow be released. And if something like that were to happen, these three didn't mind being outed as supernaturals as much as the others. The special three are Bobby, Jane, and Gregory. I intend to show you a day in the life of my occupation, or at least my meetings with these three. I hope this helps you understand my life and the way I'm living it, or the way I lived it, depending on when and if you're listening to this. <laughs> anyway, I should, I should just get on with it. Harry, you're here. Please, call me Hal. You're the only one who uses Harry. Yeah, that's what makes me special. This is Bobby. He's a vampire. Quite a classic one, too. He was turned in the 1920s, and he definitely acts like it. He's flirty, charismatic, and frankly way too cool for me to be friends with under any other circumstances. I'm starved, Harry. We going out? We sure are. You've got a date. Mm, Will, Josh, Mike. Nope. New guy. New guy? Uh-huh. That's good. I feel damn lonely when you're not around. I can go out, but I can't ever pick anybody up. Playing it straight's made me a dewdropper. Part of me thinks he just uses 20 slang because I can't. Can't you hook up with someone without biting them? You don't get it. I get these urges. Oh, jeez, don't talk to me about your urges. Just try making a friend. That way you can talk to someone without having any urges of any kind. Why don't you introduce me to your vampire pals? Bobby, you know I can't do that. We have a very strict, strict policy, policy on, on confidentiality. confidentiality. Exactly. Come on, let's go. You want to meet him or not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I usually take him to the same bar every time. He likes the place, and the people who work there are good conversationalists. The deal is, we go over together, I introduce him to his date for the night, I have a drink or two, and then I leave. The way we find willing victims for our vampires is via volunteer program. They want to get bit, and our vamps want to bite. After getting our volunteers, we circle in on a vampire's preferences. For instance, Bobby likes men, typically in the age range of late 20s, early 30s. Bobby says he was bridging his 30s when he was turned, which probably means he was turned around 34. Anyway, today we arrived at the bar and our volunteer was already waiting for us. Being a volunteer program, we have to deal with some very strange people, but this guy seemed nice enough. I had spoken to him on the phone earlier, so I introduced the two of them. Bobby got to work almost immediately. When the volunteer held out his hand to shake, Bobby kissed it and said something in French. It may have been the oldest trick in the book, but it seemed to work. The two of them talked for a bit, and it didn't take long before I got uncomfortable and excused myself from the table. After that, I finished up my beer at the bar, I looked at Bobby for the okay, and I left. 
Simple as that. After that, I got to go see our other vampire, Jane. It was about 10.30pm, so she had been up for a while. She always got the most excited when I showed up. Help! Hey there! What are you up to this evening? Well, I was waiting for my meal to arrive, but ta-da, not anymore. Time moves differently for vampires, so they only need to eat about once a week. But you know how it is. Sometimes you just get hungry. I don't usually let vampires feed off of me, but Jane is different. She was 17 when she was turned, so I can't get her a date without getting unwanted attention. Besides, she loves me, so I know she won't ever go too far. I sat down at the table and held out my wrist, and she started drinking. It stings a bit, but it's really not that bad once you're used to it. She's always funny when she eats. She has such good table manners. It's like she doesn't want to look silly. She's a really good kid. And I realize that it's weird of me to say that because she's almost 200 years older than me, but when she looks the way she looks, it's hard to not think about it that way. I've recently gotten a new streaming site, and I've started watching a lot of new shows. Oh yeah? Like what? Buffy. The Vampire Slayer? Yeah. I didn't think you'd be into that kind of stuff. Well, it's research. How humans see us. Dangerous monsters with big pointy teeth. Huh. I really like Willow. Well, where are you? In the show, I mean. Mid-first season. Aw, oh, well things haven't even gotten good yet. You want to watch some? Yeah, sure. Jane is my last appointment of the night. We watched a few episodes and talked a bit before I went home. She told me that by next meeting, she'd finish the whole thing, but I made her promise not to so that we could watch some together. She's one of the most fun meetings that I have. You would think being born in the 1800s, she would be bored of life by now, but she always manages to seem so amused. She never seems jaded or tired. There's really quite a story when it comes to Jane, but that's for another time. Anyway, those two I usually meet up with on Saturday nights, because they're vampires, but Gregory is different. I go to see him on Tuesday mornings. He likes the sun and often gets moody at night, so I've found it's more productive to tutor him in the morning. I never really know what to expect when it comes to Gregory. He's always doing something different when I arrive. For instance, today I walked into the house and he was nowhere to be found. I walked a little further to find him and I heard a noise behind me. Just like that, I felt a tug on my feet and plummeted to the floor. I pushed myself up a bit and turned around, and there he was, holding on to my feet. Shoes off at the door, you'll get mud in the house. Right. Sorry. I thought you might not come. Why not? You did not inform me that you would be one minute and twenty-three seconds late. Did you expect me to just know? I was driving. I can't text and drive. A feeble excuse. Hey, hey, what's the rule? <sighs> say nice things to nice people. Exactly. So what do you say? I am sorry. Thank you. Have you been going on walks like we worked on last time? Yes. How's that been going? When people smile at me, I smile back. And when they do not... I do not frown at them. Well, that's a step in the right direction. Gregory is a different case than the others. He's not a vampire. He's a demon. So, while Bobby's from the 1920s and Jane is from the 1840s, Gregory has been here since the beginning of time. His real name is Grimori, and he's a Duke of Hell. Usually we can't convince demon royalty to play it straight, so I'm actually pretty special since I've got him. We've been working on blending in outside waving and smiling at people. He doesn't look like a demon. He's not in his true form, so he doesn't have red skin or horns. He just 
Kind of looks like a sleep-deprived businessman. After our greetings, we worked on our conversational skills. He tends to speak to people as if they are subservient, or below him. So I try to teach him to talk to people like equals. He's really working on it, but it takes a lot to break old habits. Anyway, after our talk, I went to a couple other meetings and then went home. I usually keep a journal to keep tabs on everyone's progress, but I guess for the three of them, I'm just gonna start doing that on here. I'll have more detailed interactions with the three of them, but for now, I feel like it's better just to do introductions and... Uh... <sighs> what is that? Oh. It's Laurel. Hello? Hey, Hal. What's up? Nothing. Just got done journaling my assignments for the day. I have to check up on another vamp tonight, but I wanted to check up on you first. How are you holding up? I'm doing just fine, Laurel. Thank you for asking. You sure? It's the month anniversary, and I thought you might want to come over after my last job. We could watch stupid rom-coms to keep your mind off of them. That's very sweet of you, but I think I'll just go to bed. You're sure? Yep. Well, you let me know if you need anything. I will. Thanks, Laurel. Bye, hon. Ugh. Ugh. Never turn this damn thing off. <clears throat> I'll probably be going into more detail with one of them next time, but um, that's it for now. So, so long, I guess.